The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So coming up in just a little while, one of the biggest names in the history of American football, Joe Montana, is joining us here on The Last Word ahead of the American College's football game tomorrow night, which is taking place at the same time as Ireland's last game in its Rugby World Cup build-up, a game that's taking place in Bayonne in France against Samoa. To preview it, we're joined by Matt Williams. Good evening to you, Matt. Good evening, Matt. I would uh, give my left arm to be meeting Joe Montana. He was one of my heroes. One of the absolute greats of American football. Okay, but absolutely, he, he'll be on in, in just about ten minutes' time or so. Once we've chatted to you first, Matt. Okay, the team to play against Samoa tomorrow evening. Does it tell us perhaps about some players who can expect to be on the flight home on Sunday? The likes maybe for Jacob Stockdale, even somebody like Kean Prendergast who played last weekend. Yeah, I. I was thinking exactly the same thing, Matt. Uh, the one thing I've... The caution I have in that with Andy Farrell, I've learned not to read too much into uh, some of the selections in this process because he's such a fair man. He just really has looked at this, who's in form, I will pick them. So that it's either him saying, these guys are out, or saying, here is your opportunity, or here is your last opportunity. I, I tend to go with what err on the side of what you've said, that I think these are the players that we may see. Um, certainly some of them will be in the, in the best team that Ireland, or the best 23 that Ireland can put out. But also, remember, Ireland are starting against Romania. They then move on to Tonga. And then they'll have the really difficult decision of saying, is it, is it being a reward to beat South Africa or to lose to South Africa? Because they will know their fate on the other side of the pool, depending on what happens in the first game in Paris between New Zealand and France. That will decide who they face in the quarterfinals. So some of these players may feature in the first three games. So it'll be, it's a really, really interesting selection and, and gives us some sort of sight that they want all the players to have plenty of game time before it gets to South Africa. It's a bit of a balance though, isn't it? Even taking the risk of against a big physical team like Samoa. Yes, a bit like Tonga, but by God, you don't want anything happening to Caelan Doris or Josh van der Fleer or Ty Byrne or Mac Hansen to take four of their first choice team, for example. Uh, and oh, Matt, again, 100% agreement. Nor do you want on the bench Gary Ringrose, Ross Byrne, Craig Casey, Peter Armani, James Ryan, Tom O'Toole. We haven't got a lot of tight heads. You know, and and, Ro- and the, our two hookers are like hen's teeth at the moment. So yes, it, it, it is. Or not that they ha- their hands are pretty much tied at hooker with the injuries they have at the moment, but I, I, it is always that um, that dice you roll. Uh, we only have to look at Entomac and what, uh, from France and Watson from England to to see how how difficult a game it is and how quickly you can be robbed of a World Cup just just uh, days before it starts. So it, it, you know, that, I, I always felt. In my heart, Matt, like people are saying they've usually had four warm-up games, now they've gone to three. I would have been quite happy with two because I do think there is a risk in this. And the way the Samoans play is route one. It is direct. It is coming at you. They are very physical, powerful people. And that, that is their nature of their game. That, that, that's the only way they know how to play, and they do it very, very well. So, yeah, I think there is inherent risk here, and that is the coaching staff weighing up the risk and reward in, what, in being prepared to make sure they don't drop any easy games like they did at the last World Well, I shouldn't say easy, but losing games that they were expected to win like they did at the last World Cup that put them in a terrible position at quarter-final time. OK. 
what's going to be done at Hooker, do you reckon? Because we have Dan Sheehan has this foot injury, which apparently is not as bad as first feared, but he's still not available at present. Ronan Kelleher still has the hamstring issue. They're the first two choice hookers. After that, you've got Rob Herring and you have, of course, Tom Stewart getting his first start tomorrow. Does Andy Farrell pick four hookers in the 33-man squad that he's announcing now at half four on Sunday? No, I, I don't think he can on the numbers, Matt. I think you've got to go with three hookers and three scrum halves. Um, and I... And now, and I, and unless we are actually in the room with the medical staff, all of what I'm saying to you is just what I'm surmising. The reports on Sheen and Kelleher are good. I think they'll go with Sheen and Kelleher plus one. Right now, I'd have to say that's Herring. But you, you are again correct in saying Stewart has a great opportunity here. He could force his way into the squad at, at the expense of Herring. Or, here's the worst case scenario for Tom Stewart, he puts in a good display tomorrow, he will definitely be called up if something, if, if Sheen doesn't make it or Kelleher doesn't make it, because they will have that ability if they withdraw to replace them. But right now, from what I'm hearing, and then again, till I get it from the horse's mouth, I think it's going to be Sheen and Kelleher and Herring with the possibility of Stewart pushing Herring out. Talking about players possibly going out... Stuart McCloskey is getting yet another chance at inside centre tomorrow and he's clearly ahead of Kieran Frawley but could it be that if he doesn't go well tomorrow or if he makes mistakes that Andy Farrell will decide that three centres, three in Gary Ringrose, Bundiaki and Robbie Henshaw will be enough particularly given that Jimmy O'Brien could cover centre as well as covering full back and wings. And I think there's a, 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 a Matt, this is very unusual for you, and I were agreeing on everything today. But I mean, I also think that that Keith Earl's performance last week and his selection this week is also another factor in that because Keith can play outside centre and is a very competent outside centre. So I, again, I think McCluskey's on last chance. Not that he has done too much wrong. Stuart is. It's not like he's playing poorly. It's just there's other people around him playing better, and it's going to come down to numbers, what they do in the forwards. What's the split of the squad? Are they going to take 19 forwards? Are they going to take less forwards? And again, that's why I don't think they'll take four hookers. They'll, they'll take three, and they'll take three scrum halves. So that Craig Casey will definitely go, in my opinion, uh, backing up Connor Murray and uh, Jamison Gibson Park. And then it comes down to how do you mix your back three? And players like Jimmy O'Brien that can play a few positions, they become really valuable, as does Keith. And I think, I think that is a real factor in Keith Earl's favour here. So Stuart McCluskey may miss out again, Matt. This is going to come down to how many... It, the, the way that the selection goes is that you pick who you absolutely believe you will need, and if they say that's nine and forwards, and then you pick who you think, well, what, what can we get by within the rest? So your specialist positions like nine, ten, and, and hooker, they come into it, and then they'll move their way through it. So, and, and interestingly, they've moved the announcement uh, of the Irish squad forward from Monday to Sunday, I saw. So we'll know soon enough. But uh, again, there's not just the pressure here, Matt, of playing a, a, you know, a very physical and quality team like Samoa. It, many of these guys are... are are chasing their World Cup dream. Well, then one last one, because I said Kian Prendergast, who, of course, played at number eight last week against England, could possibly be one who loses out because it might be between himself and Ryan Baird for the last slot in the back row. So has Ryan Baird got the upper hand by getting the nod tomorrow or could it be that if he doesn't do well tomorrow, Prendergast comes back in? 
think Baird has got the nod because he again he becomes a fabulous bench player. He can play six. He could he could possibly play eight at a pinch, but he's certainly a second rower. It is who's covering for Josh Vanderpleur, and and we've seen they've they've done some experimentation with players playing at seven. Now we know Prendergast is a specialist seven. He was given his opportunity at nine to see can you cover other positions. I think they'll be keeping Prendergast in the extended squad in case so, in case someone gets hurt. I think Baird will come in for uh, will we'll get the nod. A, his experience, the number of caps he's got, the fact he's, he's been in the squad before, and the fact he becomes such a valuable and versatile bench player. And I do think Prendergast may miss out, which he is a player of the future, and he, he's certainly Josh's understudy, but I just can't see him fitting into the original squad at the moment, Matt. Thank you very much, Matt Williams. And Joe Montana, who we've been discussing, is going to be our next guest after this. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.